Joining us is the president of the Tennessee Farm Bureau Federation, Mr. Jeff Aiken. And uh, Jeff Aiken from Washington County, and you've been a farmer your whole life, and uh, you've been, for the past six years, you've served as president of the Tennessee Farm Bureau Federation. And uh, Jeff Aiken, here we are in uh, the uh, ready for the 100th annual convention of the Tennessee Farm Bureau Federation. And I'm sure as most farmers that are associated with the Farm Bureau, they're always excited at convention time, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, historically we, we always look forward to coming to convention because it's an opportunity to bring a lot of farmers together from across the state, like-minded folks dealing with the same issues, the same challenges. And so it's kind of a culmination of a year's worth of work and, and maybe even a kickoff of sorts for a new year. But the 100th hundredth, the hundredth anniversary just makes this one uh, even more special. And obviously this time of year uh, with the Farm Bureau Convention, this is the 100th year for this convention. And it's gotta be pretty exciting for you as a farmer and for all the farmers that participate and that have been a part of Farm Bureau, they've got to be really excited to be part of this annual meeting. I, th I think uh, our farmers, our members are always excited for the annual meeting because it uh, gives us an opportunity to come together and, and talk about issues and problems and concerns that are facing all of us, uh, irregardless of what we're growing or what we're producing across this state. And, uh, you know, just to be around like-minded like-minded folks is, uh, is always exciting. And uh, maybe this year added significance that we are at 100 years, and that's, uh, that's a pretty uh, monumental uh, milestone for an organization. And, and I think everybody will have an added emphasis uh, this year just uh, we've dealt with COVID, we've dealt with uh, lots of challenges, and I think folks are ready, ready to celebrate uh, 100 years of Farm Bureau. And it's worth celebrating. This, this organization that was founded by farmers for farmers, and as we said, that mission statement, not to put you on the spot, but I think you know the mission statement by heart in really more ways than one. You actually know the statement itself that's been around basically since the beginning, but what that statement says, I think that's what you're more passionate about, right? Yeah, I mean, since 1923, to develop, foster, promote, and protect programs, including economic, social, educational, and political well-being of the farm people of the great state of Tennessee. That was pretty profound, and I'm sure in 1923, but it's just as profound in 2021. Maybe, maybe the issues have changed. Uh, maybe we deal with them differently. Uh, we have a lot of technology that didn't exist then, but, but that mission statement and at its core is, is what has kept our membership engaged. You know, not only our, our volunteer leaders across this state, but our, our great uh, staff here in the, in the state office. Everybody works on a daily basis to try to ensure that uh, organizationally we're, we're fulfilling that mission and that uh, that's just a it's a great opportunity to be uh, it's a great blessing to be affiliated with an organization that works to try to improve the lives of farmers and rural Tennesseans actually all Tennesseans. 
and th that's what it stands for. That the policies that you all as farmers adopt, they're not just they're they're not just uh, you know looking at and focused at farm type issues, which the majority of them are, but they include all kinds of issues that affect all Tennesseans that try to advance agriculture and rural life in this state and to let lawmakers and policy decision makers understand how you feel about the issues uh, surrounding agriculture and rural life, right? So I think oftentimes people are surprised when they learn that uh, the Farm Bureau is engaged in educational issues, transportation, uh, taxation, all of those in one way or the other have an impact on, the, on each of us as Tennesseans, on us cumulatively, cumulatively as a state and, and, and our future. So uh, I, I think it's fitting that this organization is involved in so many different aspects and issues. And of course, uh, you know, without a doubt, we all eat. So every kind of policy that a farmer is for and or against, uh, you know, that, that should be considered uh, policies for all Tennesseans because as we continue to say, and we hear the governor say it, agriculture is our most important industry. It's part of our national security. Uh, you know, if we can't feed ourselves, if we have to depend on somebody else to feed us, we, we might be in trouble. Well, there's an old bumper sticker that uh, I, I love, and I wish it was still around, that said, if you eat, you're involved in agriculture. And, and I'm, I'm concerned that, that too many in today's age don't realize that connection that they have to the industry of agriculture. Maybe they're not growing their own food, but they are dependent upon a farmer somewhere to produce it and get it to their table. And uh, we need to do a better job of, of letting those non-farmers know the importance of, of what our industry is doing. Well, thankfully, because of your efforts and because of other farm leaders, uh, volunteer leaders across the state that are involved in Farm Bureau, you've been pushing that message to lawmakers, to the General Assembly, to, to the governor, uh, and then obviously to our Congress uh, and our senators, our congressmen and, and our two U.S. senators and, and of course the administration, whichever who's ever in office, that's the goal and, and something that you all don't take lightly is that effort to promote what it is you're so passionate about to those decision makers, right? I'm, I'm really, really proud of that, that red rectangle that, that, that says Farm Bureau of Tennessee. Um, I'm proud of the accomplishments. I'm, I'm proud of what it stands for. And I'm, I'm proud that uh, most folks that recognize it realize that it is the voice of agriculture in Tennessee. And I think that's one of the uh, most important things that uh, organizationally we can work toward. I think it's one of the most important things individually as, as farmers or folks that have a passion for the industry can work toward is to tell that message, whether it be to a consumer that you uh, meet in the grocery store, whether it be to our state legislators or, or uh, congressmen in Washington, D.C. There's a disconnect, uh, there's a lack of understanding and knowledge of, of the importance of, of this great industry 
And I think we all have an obligation to uh, try to do a better job of, of sharing that message. Well, it's something that you've been passionate about your whole life, as we've discussed. And, and Farm Bureau has been a part of, of your being, I, I guess, I don't know. How, when did Farm Bureau become something important to you? When did you realize that, hey, this is an organization I want to be for? So when I was uh, a senior in high school, 18 years of age, my, my welding instructor, uh, George Holly, his wife was uh, on the Farm Bureau Women's Committee and uh, they were looking for somebody to apply for the, at that time, Young Farmer and Homemaker, uh, uh, Young Farmer of the Year. And so George approached me and, and uh, I filled out the application and, and the rest is history. I, I fell in love with uh, the people, with what the organization stands for, with what it's striving to do. And uh, so that's 40 years basically, Lee, that, uh, that I've been around and, and it gets a little tough to think about uh, come January not having a connection, but it, but it, it has been good. Um, the organization has, has blessed me immensely. So, yeah, and we'll touch on, on that, what you're referring to there, but uh, so you, you got involved as a young farmer and homemaker, and obviously the folks, uh, the farm folks in Washington County encouraged you uh, to become involved, and then you did get involved, and then you saw firsthand uh, just how, how cool the organization is because it, it got you around other people across the state that as you talked about earlier that are like-minded you know they, 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 they think like you and you know it just you just uh, became natural friends and, and allies even right I, mean, I have friends all across this state uh, over, over the course of that 40 years and uh, um, really I would say it goes beyond friends and allies some of them are like extended family of sorts and uh, it's just amazing um, the the connections that have been been blessed to make through this organization and uh, the young farmers is, is dear to my heart because I know I wouldn't be here today if not for that I can remember the first time uh, uh, I got in front of a group my voice was quivering I was shaking all over and never thought I would uh, move through through the organization into a leadership uh, into a leadership role so I, I look at young farmers today and think you know where, where is he or she going to be uh, 20 years from now so the, the program is is serving its purpose to identify leaders and build them up and that that's what it's all about so yes and it was in 1993 that you were selected as the state's young farmer of the year you and your young wife carol and uh, th that had to be a special moment for you as well that that kind of uh set you on a, a whole nother course here so so i will cautiously admit that uh uh, when I was that senior in high school and first came my, my first Farm Bureau event, my, my ultimate goal was to uh, uh, be the Tennessee Young Farmer of the Year. I, you know, for a guy that lived, breathed uh, everything agriculture, I thought that would be the, like the ultimate accomplishment. And, and it was, and I do take great pride in that today, but you know, it's, uh, it, it's a little, 
surprising how when I thought I'd reached the pinnacle of the organization, really it was uh, it was just the start. And uh, there, there's been a lot of things happened since uh, 1993. And uh, while I'll always value and treasure that uh, that accomplishment of being Young Farmer of the Year, I've learned that there's many, many more that. Uh, many, many more things within this organization that are more, more important. Well, obviously you continued to grow uh, in, in your service to Farm Bureau and you, you actually represented Farm Bureau uh, in congressional testimony on, the, on tobacco and, right, I think you did that uh, uh, later on in, in, as your service began uh, to get more involved. You became a member of the board of directors, uh, were elected to that, and and then ultimately vice president, and then you were elected president. I mean, did you ever think, you know, when you were, you, you were talking about you were, you, you had aspirations to be the young farmer of the year, uh, but there's only been uh, eight of you presidents in this 100-year history. Did that ever cross your mind, man? I mean, maybe I I could be president. Ne never thought it would happen. Never anticipated that it uh, that it could happen. And you know, the best way that I would know to phrase it is, uh, this organization has given a a small town country boy from Telford, Tennessee, the opportunity to stand on agriculture's biggest stage. And uh, um, I, I've been blessed to live the American dream, especially as it would relate to to a farmer and. Uh, it's it's unbelievable and ha has been time of a life. What what's you know it's been six years since you were elected to be to become president. Uh, what's it been like? Can, is that can you describe what it's been like? Oh yeah, n not not briefly, <laughs> but I'll take a stab at it. It uh, you know coming in uh, it, it was very intimidating to to. Uh, go from being out on the farm on a daily basis, primarily working by myself or with family members to uh, stepping into an office setting and all the people that are associated uh, with, with the home office staff, but then almost on a daily basis, uh, standing in front of a group somewhere representing the organization or the industry. Uh, it uh, it was a little overwhelming that that first year, but gradually I've uh, grown a little more comfortable with it as time has gone on, and uh, it has it has been good. We are we are blessed here in Tennessee that uh, all of agriculture works so well together. Whether it's the Department of Ag, uh, University of Tennessee Institute of Ag, our commodity uh, organizations. There is a great teamwork approach to to what we do here, and that that's made it easier for me because there have been so many around that have been supportive and and helpful as we've worked through these six years. But you you come in, and I think a lot of the the preparation that you had gotten as a young farmer had prepared you for this, uh, and and the different. Uh, stops along the way on the being on the board of directors, but being a part in in advisory committees and serving on other various committees involved in Farm Bureau. All of that kind of I think prepared you uh, 
to be the leader that you are and uh, and you you came behind uh you know what a lot of people thought was you know obviously he was a great leader Lacey Upchurch and and uh and and the six before him you know it's pretty astounding to i guess to that small hometown boy like you're calling yourself uh to be included with these other presidents that have been so noteworthy over the years yeah i'm 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 not sure that i will ever be comfortable uh putting myself in 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 that group because uh, they were all so great uh, I, I remember uh, Mr. Upchurch uh, six years ago when we were kind of in the transitional period and I, I asked him, do you ever get uh, nervous uh, when you're getting ready to get up in front of a crowd? And he said, uh, not, not with our people. And at the time, I'm not sure I understood what he was talking about, but as long as you're in front of an ag group, our people, they're not gonna. They're not gonna be too tough on you, and they're they're gonna listen to you. They're gonna try to work with you, and and that's good. When you get outside of the, of that though, sometimes, and and this role will take you, you know, to audiences that are non-ag folks. Uh, it gets a little intimidating, and uh, it takes a period of time to adjust. But I'll say again, it's important that those folks uh, hear the the issues and the challenges that our farmers are dealing with. So I, I think it's critically important, maybe even more so than we've done up to this point, to, to have a dialogue with those, those groups and those people. What's the best part? If you had to come up with the best part of being the leader of the nation's largest general farm organization, what would that be? Hands down, the people. Uh, you know, uh, I, I remember former Governor Haslam, when he was running, coming in, visiting with our board, and said he hadn't met a jerk in Farm Bureau yet. And uh, you know, if they're out there, I still have, I still haven't met them. We we are blessed with wonderful people, and in, uh, in our leadership across this state, uh, and I'm going to miss them uh, immensely. Uh, I'm going to miss the staff here. Uh, being 300 miles away from the farm uh, and our family, I, w I would say the the staff have become like family, and, and that's going to be a little that's going to be a little tough. Uh, going from interacting, working with, uh, joking around with on a daily basis, uh, the folks here uh, to being back on the farm that'll be that'll be an adjustment. So you have made this decision, you and Carol, to make this decision to to transition in um, what many of us feel is too short of a time to be here, but uh, th that's your prerogative. You decided not to seek re-election. Uh, address that. You, you've, been, you've been in place for six years, and, and uh, I know maybe, as you mentioned, you're over 300 miles away from home. That's got to be tough. Well, I, you know, honestly, the, the, the only part of the last six years that, have, that has been tough is uh, Carol and I are, are close to our family and, uh, and me. Once a farmer, always a farmer. I've, I've missed the farm. So those are the two components that, that maybe have been the most challenging uh, is just we've, we've missed that. You know, 
I, I don't want to stay here and go home someday and maybe my brothers have passed away or be in poor health. Uh, you know, life is short and I think you, you, you don't want to miss living it. Uh, so so that, that plays into it, but uh, I'm, I'm grateful that, that our membership has allowed me to kind of serve, serve and close out a century. And I think uh, as we embark on a new, a new century that uh, somebody else deserves that opportunity to step into a leadership role. So is that your plan to get right back to with hands-on everyday farming? Uh, well, I'm I'm going to say that I'm, we're we're trusting God to uh, to send us down the right path uh, today. My plan is to is to go back and be a full-time farmer. And uh, you know, I thought the other morning when it was a little cold here, and I could uh, look out the office window. And I was nice and toasty and warm. I thought, man, what was I thinking? But, uh, <laughs> but, but there are there are a lot of benefits and a lot of value to being on the farm. So currently, that's we plan to go back and be a full-time farmer. As we get to the root of the matter, uh, President Aiken, you you have to reflect back on again all your years of uh, service to the Farm Bureau, and. Uh, and think fondly on, on all these years. I think it's been a positive for not only you, but also the people that you've, uh, you've served around, uh, the staff. Uh, everybody's gonna hate to see you go, but, uh, but definitely I think the Farm Bureau in so many ways brings about blessings to people. And maybe that could be the root of the matter of what Farm Bureau does for, for you and for all the farm people uh, of the great state of Tennessee? You know, I've, I've had uh, multiple people thank me for the sacrifices that I've made for the last six years. Honestly, I, I don't offend them, but I don't think I've made sacrifices. I think I've been blessed to have the opportunity to be a part of such a great organization. And uh, maybe, maybe my family has made some sacrifices carrying on the farming operation. Um, but without a doubt, for 40 years, this organization has given me far more than I've given it. And uh, I think that's reason enough that we all ought to be trying to do our part and give to the organization. And uh, it, it's, it's reason enough that everybody ought to want to be a part of it. All right, very good. Thank you for joining us uh, here today on this uh Root of the Matter podcast, and we wish you nothing but continued success as uh, you leave the Farm Bureau, at least in this capacity as president, uh, but return back home as hopefully a continued remain volunteer leader uh, for the Farm Bureau. Well, you know, I've, I've shared with a few that uh, I'm not prepared to say goodbye. I'm, I'm just prepared to say see you later. Goodbye is too final and uh, uh, for an organization that has meant so much, I don't see how, it may not be serving in this capacity, but uh, uh, hopefully Carol and I will still be around uh, taking a, uh, some, some part uh, and cheering everybody on to success. Mm -hmm.